0: Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This podcast is a weekly conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, marriage, and everything else.
1: And today we are going to talk about our big family.
0: Big, big, big family.
1: Eight people big. It's not that big. Okay. But first we're going to talk about how was your week? What was that sound? Our cats are outside Oh my room
0: making sounds at us. <laughs> okay, how was your week, Nate? Um, you know, it, it, it was good. Um, uh, I'm going to try my best to not make my week be about work. So um, just in terms of general life, uh, I think my week was good. Uh, there's some underpinnings to my week that I'm noticing that we'll get into in big feelings. But in general, uh, we got a lot of things done around the house um close out for fall is is done so closing up closing up, the up yeah the
1: outside
0: the outside yeah close out outside yeah okay so i feel really good about that and soccer is winding down and that feels really really great to get our family life back into
1: well our family life wasn't gone yeah. it's just and it, we've been in
0: a season our season
1: has been soccer yeah. and it's so
0: ending it's nice to move on to the next season Yes. How was your week?
1: Ugh. Oh, what happened this week? I'm really distracted because there's a cat in the window. Okay, focus. This week was good, I think. Well, the weekend was good. The weather was nice. The Beautiful. we had, it was really nice. We had soccer. What else did we do? Church. Oh, we had a bunch of family over. On Saturday night, I don't know, I think the week was good.
0: Yeah, the the warm weather, I think, made it so that we spent more time outside than we expected, and that was awesome. Um, yeah, I think that I'm with you there.
1: Yeah, the kids, the leaves are falling, or are off almost, so they've been playing, like, there's a giant mound underneath one of our trees, and they're, like, using brooms and snow shovels to, like, build a
0: fort and... It was cool that they sweeped out the floor of their fort so they actually had rooms. I never made a leaf fort. No,
1: like a snow fort? Yeah, but leaves?
0: No. It was cute, though. Yeah. And then we had a funny occurrence with Oliver's adventures. He asked me if he could uh, take my phone and take some pictures. And I thought it was going to be for just a few minutes. Um, Fifteen minutes later, I'm like, where is my phone? And so I um, went out, and then in the evening one night, I listened to some of the videos he recorded, and... Um, one of my highlights was him acting like he was you doing an Instagram post. Yeah. Um, he was like, like, hi, friends. I'm Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> this is Oliver again. Um, uh, but then the like, I think the climax or pinnacle of the hilarity was he took the phone and started to like, point it at his butt. And he said, here's my bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and was I was just... just like, what a boy. <laughs> what a boy. <laughs> it was too funny.
1: Yeah. So I think our week was good. Yeah.
0: Good outside time.
1: Good outside time. Productive. I don't know what else happened. So it's bound to be good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now last week we talked about, we want to do some segments, but we didn't have titles for them. So maybe we have titles
0: we'll try them this
1: out. week we'll see how they feel. So we're going to call it big feelings. These can be big positive feelings, these can be big negative feelings. They're just your feelings, and and they're big. they're big. Okay, so go, Nathan.
0: What do I have big feelings what about? What
1: do you have big feelings about?
0: Um, for those of you that don't know, or if you remember last week I mentioned my dad passing away a few years ago, I guess four years now, um, we are coming up on the anniversary of that in about a week, week and a half. And so it's always interesting to me how that creeps in. Um, I don't even notice like the feelings I have about that, but there's like moments where, I mean, people say that grief comes in waves, but as you get farther and farther from the event, those waves get farther and farther apart. And so you don't necessarily feel the wave. It's more like a, like a slow roll wave. And so I think I can just feel it in me in a way where there's just something under the surface, um, and I can't quite describe it other than that, like, I just feel like that emptiness sometimes um, with like the loss of him and just missing him um, because he was a really, really important part of my life. And um, just like, yeah, I mean, so I think that's like my big feelings are, I guess, sadness, you know, um, just a sadness about that. And it can be easily overlooked especially in the busyness of life that I don't notice it at times. And it's in those moments where like I just get to sit and like start to introspect for a second that where I'm like, Whoa, like this is there. It's still there. Um, it doesn't consume my life and doesn't prevent me from like doing life, but it's just still there. And sometimes it makes me feel off and sometimes it doesn't. And it's just under the surface kind of lurking. So Mm. that's my, that's mine. That's your big feeling. Yeah. Which is big because I don't, that's not really a feeling I generally feel. Yeah, no.
1: You asked Nathan how he's feeling in regards to his dad, and you might not get an answer. (laughs) Fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Um, So I'm proud of you for saying something because that's hard.
0: But it is part of life, unfortunately.
1: Yep. Okay, I don't know if I have big feelings. I mean, I'm sure I do. Nathan calls me, like, the Hulk. Angry you know, Hulk. Angry Hulk. I'm strong sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, like, what's... I'll just talk about tonight. Dinner. We're eating dinner. Eight people at the table. We're having tomato soup and grilled cheese for dinner. Dorothy, who's one and a half, eats dinner with us. And they a one and a half year old can't do... They can't, can't do. St-
0: they can't communicate. Well, yeah,
1: no, she can't communicate well enough to say exactly what she wants. So dinner, she's hungry, obviously. So we let her like eat stuff before dinner's ready, and then we're in- she's in her high chair. She eats a grilled cheese sandwich, and then she just starts screaming, like the whole meal. the whole dinner, and nothing will. We c- we can't figure out what she wants, what she wants to eat. We eventually we're like, I think she wants a bowl of soup with a spoon, which that is just, like, a disaster waiting to happen. Tomato soup everywhere. No, we didn't give it to her. Um, and it kind of just, like, it made dinner hard because she was screaming for a majority of it, and it just kind of, like, gets your...
0: Stress level. Yeah, it's just
1: stressful, and, like, Cora's like, I need, I'm gonna go to my room and just be quiet. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, maybe big feelings are like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm excited for when she can talk more. It's just tricky with, there's just a lot of noise. And then that is like the strongest
0: noise. I think it's just like a hard thing right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think we know it's not going to be forever. Um, cause we've done this five other times and they've all done this, but right. it's just, it's just hard right now in the moment, in the moment. Because we can't fix it. <laughs> yeah. But she was good eventually.
1: She, we gave her yogurt. And it was and all over her face. And she ate it and it was at least not burning her skin like soup would have been. Yes. So, those are our big feelings. And then last week we talked about favorite things or something that we love. So we're going to call them our Top five. Top five. Top five. And it's going to be, like, top five of a category. Okay, yep. so Nathan's idea is top five favorite candy.
0: Because Halloween's coming up.
1: Halloween. I feel like our kids have candy. Not really. They, well, I don't, we got, they got candy for the neighbors, and then the other neighbor brings candy over often, like, can I have another sucker? And it's like, ah, candy. candy. Okay, so top but five now favorite. We're,
0: now we're going to talk about candy in a positive way. All
1: right, positive way,
0: positive way. So I thought maybe we could do instead of top five candy that you like right now, top five candy you liked as a kid. Um, it they, might, be the, might same. be the same. You don't know. But like, I don't really eat very much candy now. You don't really eat. Well, much. right, right, that's true. But when I was a kid and I was devouring candy, these were my go-to. Or well, like,
1: if you just like nostalgic and you want to eat something, or like, you want to steal some
0: of your kids' candy. What are you going to steal? Oh, I know exactly. Okay, you go first. All, All right. Life. Well. Um I guess number 1 on my list is a red vine. Um not Twizzlers. Twizzlers Twizzlers and red vines are not the same. If you think they are, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Um red vines are great. Um my favorite thing when I was younger with red vines was to bite the ends off of them so it made a straw and then put that straw in pop and then drink Gross. pop through the straw. I mean, I've done it too. That was like that was sugar overload, but that was where it was at. So. And I I got to say something. So,
1: since we've been married, we've been buying red vines from Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And they are made without red food dye. And I don't know what it is, they're but so they're way better. better than the red vines from Meijer or yeah. wherever. And they're still red vine
0: brand. Actually.
1: Oh, yeah. But they're ju- there's something. Oh, yeah. They're it's delicious. Like, you like
0: beet juice or whatever? I don't know, but they're. Whatever it is. I think because of the beet juice, it now becomes a vegetable, which means it's good for you to eat. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, red vines. Uh, number two would be like a, like a sweet tarts or a shock tart. I always liked them when they like really hurt your tongue. Um, and then let's see, Starburst, um, Skittles, and then Spree.
1: Spree. So like no chocolate.
0: I guess if I had to pick chocolate, it'd be Reese's. But, but that is that's number like, six. That's number six. Sorry, so I would I would choose those things over over Reese's.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. How about you? How about me? I'm going to go way back, and it's tied to a memory. Milk Duds. Okay, I have a memory. I don't know how old I was. My mom took us to the movies, and we saw a movie. And as a kid, we did not buy treats or popcorn or anything at the movies. Like, we are a totally family that pops our popcorn at home, shoves it in mom's bag, eat it in the theater. But this particular time, my mom took us. I don't, maybe it was, I don't know who it was. I was with some siblings. And I got Milk Duds that time. She bought us a treat. And Milk Duds was the candy that we had. I don't know why I like them. I mean, I do. They're just yummy and chocolate and caramely and they're good. Okay, Milk Duds. I do like um, the sprees that are like the little... Spree balls. Balls yeah. that are, like, chewy. Those are good.
0: You can just devour them by the hand. Before.
1: Yeah, you just... Om um, nom nom. We've gotten those at a movie, like, on a date night
0: as a treat. Was not disappointed. No, no, no.
1: Um, we've also... Or not we've also... What else do I like? That's two. Um, I like... <laughs> <laughs> There's just a fly in my hair.
0: Distracting like, you.
1: we flying around. Okay, um... This is gonna be tricky. I like red vines as well. Growing up, I didn't know what red vines were. I liked Twizzlers, which I'll still eat Twizzlers. There's something nostalgic about like Twizzlers at the beach for some reason. I don't know why. But I do like red vines as well. Is that three? Two That's more. Three. Uh, Sorry. Spree. I'm gonna say spree. You already said spree. The little sprees. Oh, well, okay, I'm talking about the round, flat, hard oh, sprees.
0: separate, okay. okay. In the
1: box. Well, or in the tube, or you buy them in the box. Oh, yeah, Um, One of my brothers loved those, and Nick, and he would eat them, like, the whole box. Yeah, destroy your teeth moment. Okay, and then four, I kind of like like the Twix Milky Way 100 Grand Family of
0: Chocolates. Hmm. Not, you, you didn't have a thing on the list I thought you would have. What is it? Did I forget something? Smarties, man. You oh, like I do like Smarties. smarties. Queen. You just like devour because those. as kids, we
1: pretended they were medicine. <laughs> so I mean,
0: <laughs> and they didn't help. <laughs>
1: I mean, and didn't you ever play with the candy cigarettes?
0: Oh heck yeah! Before they were legal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not illegal. Yeah.
0: Illegal? Yeah, they're now illegal because they were getting kids hooked on cigarettes. Yeah. Well, they didn't.
1: They didn't. Capture they didn't it. work for us. But we played with them all right. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Okay. Is that it? I think that was it. Top 5 candy.
0: If you uh if you have ideas for top 5s you want to hear from us, um message us or let us know. We're we've got plenty of ideas on our own, but we're happy to talk about the top 5 things you want us to talk about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. So our main event we're here our big of, family to talk about our big family
0: which I just want to like preface this by saying, six kids, a hundred, two hundred years ago, was not a big family. Uh, and honestly, probably not. It was a pretty small family, or maybe average. Yeah, maybe average.
1: We don't really know. We're now the
0: average family has one point nine maybe, kids. Yeah, or not even two. Yeah, so we're we're pushing that. We are we are above average. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna start with kind of how we even fell into having. A big family. Big family. You see, when <laughs> when a man loves a woman. No 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 no. no.
1: <laughs> Why don't we talk about like I'm sure before we got married, all that stuff we talked. Like we knew we wanted to have kids. Yep. How many kids did we want to
0: have? Well, I I believe I was fine with two, and the the dream would have been to have a boy and a girl. And, and really, I don't even of, remember that. Yep. That was that was that was where I was content with. Did I, you tell me that? I think um, I think I did because I remember at our wedding, you know, we had placards on the tables with like facts about us, right? And one of them said that Nathan wanted two kids and Emily wanted six, and we met in the middle at, at four. four. Yeah. So, um,
1: so we were we were like four kids. Nathan is a one of three. I'm one of four.
0: Four's even. Yeah. Everyone gets a buddy. It's better to do things in even numbers. Five's an honorary even Jeez, number. Jeez,
1: just ask Nathan on the volume on the TV. You can't turn it to 13. Never. It has to be to 12.
0: We could have a big <laughs> feeling segment on, on numbers.
1: Oh, my goodness. Zero,
0: two, four, six, eight, ten. Those are okay numbers. Five is okay, but you, three... Three, five. Oh, one,
1: no, five's not one,
0: three, seven, nine. You can't really... For audio... Okay, flying, okay, okay, uh, we won't go there. That's okay. it. That was the end of that discussion. Didn't even need a big feelings for that. No. <laughs>
1: okay, so we were at four kids. Um, that was the plan. That was our plan. Four kids. Um, and we knew that, like, we didn't want to wait a long time to have kids.
0: We wanted them close together. Um, I think because we just knew that if we waited too long, we would be too tired. No. <laughs> no, I think... That's totally... That's a joke. But what we really <laughs> wanted was for them to be friends like that was one of our ultimate goals was for them to be friends and it's a lot easier to be friends with siblings that are closer in age to you
1: yeah i mean i don't mean to throw you under the not under the bus just like you your siblings are three years apart each of you and that's not like major at all but comparing you to like your oldest your your sister who's the oldest is six six years years, and that's kind of like
0: a lot yeah or like our brother-in-law is like almost 10 years younger than his sibling and like those gaps mean a lot. They they totally affect the family dynamics. Now, was it bad? Actually, no. I thought it was totally fine having a three years difference. It was just different. I guess yeah. Um, and we different. and we wanted we wanted something different, and that's not bad. It's different. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. So I think we said this in our store like our
1: first episode. Um, our Cora, our oldest, came about because my sister was pregnant, and that was like a oh shoot moment. We want to have our kids to be close in age with their cousins, so we got pregnant
0: after only being married for a year and a half. Yeah. Wow, it wasn't very long. No. Okay.
1: Yeah, Cora was born, and
0: um, it took us a long, long time, time to get well. Pregnant long now.
1: in quotes. It's not really long. Just you know, longer than like a couple of ti- a couple tries when we got pregnant for Cora. Yeah. And I mean, we don't know. I didn't know what I was doing in terms of like. Sometimes, when you're nursing, you can't get pregnant and you're not ovulating. All these things that no one teaches you. You just have to somehow teach yourself. Um, but Cora and Ruby are two years apart, pretty much. A couple days. Three days shy. short. Of that, yeah. yeah. And then the second time around, or no, the third time around, we were not trying to get pregnant, but. But we. We did. What were we? Yeah.
0: We we thought that because it took so long with Ruby, it would work the same way with With the next one, and it didn't. No, 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 no. It was eighteen months apart. We got pregnant when Ruby was
1: nine months old. Yep. That'll kick you in the booty right there.
0: I mean, yeah, she was still. We had two in diapers at that point. Two in
1: diapers. She couldn't really talk.
0: Yeah. It was like two babies. I think it was it was around then that we gave up cloth diapers.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no. That was like a fun. Fun adventure. Fun adventure. <laughs> you think you're saving the world and your wallet, but when you have more children, it doesn't matter anymore.
0: Survival <laughs> is, is key.
1: Yep. So we had Oliver. So we had like a three year old, an 18 month old, or no, a four year old. Well, no, she'd be three, 18 months old, and a newborn.
0: Yep. Three and a half,
1: 18 months yeah. old. Yeah. And. Then we were like, okay, we need we we're, we're going to uh pay attention and not accidentally get pregnant. Yep. We're going to use some protection gonna, and be wise. We're going to wait
0: to we, to try to reach that 2-year mark to hit the 4 that we were planning for.
1: Yeah, we were planning for 4. And so we got pregnant with for the fourth time and
0: it and was five different plans. Well
1: yeah, everything was fine. I mean, the only person who said I was huge was my sister.
0: Right. Did she say that?
1: Not huge, but she was like, you're so much bigger than you normally were with the other ones. And I was like, what are you talking about?
0: And you couldn't Who ask me. Who wants to hear that? You couldn't ask me because I would never tell you that. I you mean, I don't
1: weird. know if I was huge, but apparently she thought I looked bigger. And I... Was. I was apparently bigger. <laughs> <laughs> was I?
0: I don't know. I mean, like, I, I still re- think I re- back to, like, we were both very big when... When we well, does not
1: count, that doesn't and, count.
0: But see, like, that's like the first metric. I don't think you were ever, we were ever as big, both of us, uh, yeah. as them. No. We, we definitely, like, learned how to take care of ourselves after our first. <laughs> <laughs> or just,
1: yeah, something. But I mean, um, I definitely remember with the, four, like, being pregnant for the fourth time, I went to my first appointment super late because I just was like, I don't want to start going to the doctors. You just. You know, have to go and go and go. It just starts the cycle of appointments. Mm -hmm. And I never had any complications before, so I just wasn't worried about it. So I finally made my appointment and went. And my first appointment was when I was 14 weeks old. I remember that. And they're like, wow, you're, like, kind of late. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And so, (laughs) like, I (laughs) don't really care. (laughs) Uh, And so, you know, they, like, give you the whole spiel, and they go over your history, and then they... Um, at, since I've never had any issues before, I don't opt in for like an early ultrasound. So I just had a, we listened for the heartbeat, we found the heartbeat, and really it was easy. great. It was, it was like great. super easy. It was great. So then I think I only went like two more times, and then I went in for my ultrasound for 20 weeks. It was 21 weeks. I mean, okay, 21 weeks.
0: Which and normally people do at 18 weeks.
1: It's actually 20. What? Yes, always 20.
0: Always 20? Yeah. Oh,
1: man. And so... um Numbers. Now, before this ultrasound happened, I don't know why Nathan started this joke. Like, what if it's twins? If we have twins, this. Twins, twins, twins. And I don't know where that came from.
0: I was, prophetically speaking, from the Lord. No, you weren't. <laughs> I don't know
1: why it became some joke. Because it was like this... This I, isn't going to happen just, to us.
0: I just knew. Like, I, I think
1: that, I think this is, this is No, you twins. didn't know.
0: It just felt right.
1: No, you were joking.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, I had a, f- I just had this, like, weird feeling, like, why am I joking about this? I'm sure okay, We've never
1: said this before. I've said this to you
0: before, you just think I'm always joking. He would joke about twins a lot. Yeah. And we would just laugh. Yeah. I don't, yeah. And then, and then, and so then watch. we
1: went into our ultrasound. I'm getting to the story. You're
0: ruining. They the, already, they already know. You know,
1: but it's the story's better. Okay. <laughs> so we go to the ultrasound, and we ended up having to bring all three of our kids because couldn't find we couldn't to watch them. Actually, they were going to Lauren's house. I remember, and they were sick or something. So we're like, no big deal. We'll pack snacks. Nathan's there. It's only an hour ultrasound. It's great. We can do this. We were prepared. Not really. I mean, we were. So we get in there, and, you know, they put the gel on your tummy, and they swirled a little wand around. And the first thing she said to me is, "Is, have you had an ultrasound yet? And I was like, nope, this is my first one, very confidently. (laughs) And then then we were like, you know, said very clearly, we don't want to know what it is. Oh, yeah. So for all the other kids, we found out what they were at their ultrasound. And we were like, okay, this is our last kid. We're not going to find out if it's a boy or a girl. We're going to just be surprised and it's going to be fun. And so we kept saying, like, no, we don't want to know what it is. Just like we didn't. I remember not wanting her to say something. We said that. We said that. And And then then, and then Nathan says, but
0: uh, the joke has to continue. The joke has to continue. A a good joke is repeated. And And so I said, but if if it's twins, we want to know the gender. And We laughed. We laughed. We all laughed. And and and, then, and, and, and the tech laughed and said, ha, ha 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 ha
1: And then she swirls around again, she's like, There's two. And I just remember Nathan's holding Oliver, who's like I don't know, is he eighteen months old maybe? Maybe.
0: Something. Yeah.
1: yeah. He's holding Oliver and I l- look at him like what? What did she just say?
0: How like, are we gonna do this? Like
1: what? How is there two babies inside of me? We didn't know this. We've been joking about this. And this is happening. Yeah. And this was like back in the day where Nathan went to work every day. So he's wearing all of his work clothes and he had to go back to work after this. For a meeting. For, for more work. And so what happened was we did some like had a moment of shock. And then I remember we looked at each other and we're like, we just we can talk about this later. We have to do this ultrasound because if anybody knows, at your 20-week ultrasound, they go through, like, every part of the baby and make sure everything's fine and measure things and yada, yada. Well, so now they had to do this twice because there's two babies. Yep. And it was like a two-hour ultrasound. And wow. And we did find out that they were girls. So we're like, okay, now we need to know. Yep. Two girls,
0: uh, fraternal girls. And honestly... Even with all of that, it was pretty uneventful. We might have had, like, a couple um, preeclampsia concerns. Oh, my God, so annoying. But you were totally fine. The babies were fine. They came out at 37
1: weeks or whatever. Yeah. I was trying to remember the other night.
0: It was 37 weeks because that's just... 37
1: and something. A couple of days. No, it was, like, it 37. Exact
0: exactly. At, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. as much as they can track that. But, so yeah, the then we had the twins.
1: We had the twins, and, wow. That, and I'm just going to, like, slides, and that was just insane.
0: Insanely awesome.
1: Well, I mean, it was awesome. And I want to use the phrase, phrase, like, hard is not the same thing as bad. So I just want to, like, lay that out there as we talk about our kids and our family. Because a lot of things are hard about being a parent. And um, I just don't want kids. you to get the impression that it's bad. Yeah. Right.
0: Especially being parents of kids who are close in age, who are like all young together, it is hard. Um, but I think what we've come to realize is that shying away from that hard isn't going to win anything. It's not good for us or for our kids. And, and so we dig in deep and embrace the hard. And um, it has it's only made us better, honestly not better than other people but like made us into better human beings. People, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that like first I don't year was was very hard. Mm-hmm. And like throwing in that's when Nathan's dad got sick when the twins were like 6 months old. Yeah. So it was just like emotionally draining, physically draining, uh so we had five kids five and under. And um
0: it's as crazy as it sounds.
1: It's, it's yeah, it's real. Um, I said the other day on Instagram, I was talking about, like, systems and why I love them. And I hadn't really made this connection. But when the twins were born, like, our hands became, like, physically too full. Like, and we couldn't do things, like, we couldn't do what we used to do anymore. And so, like, that's when a lot of our systems came into place was because of the twins and we had to like figure out how to do things in a better, more efficient, using different ways. And I don't know what I'm trying to say.
0: It was out of necessity.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and so I think also when the twins were born or when they were little or just them, it made us have big muscles. And I feel like I say this to like, okay, I don't do work. I'm, I, I've I'm been flexing, flexing right now. You know, now. big... I, I have, like, you know, almond sliver muscles, okay? But I'm talking about, like, big... Like, just go with me for a second. So some people are like, well, how do you, how do you have five kids and, like, twins and... How do you do oh it? Oh, my word. And I'm like... I Well, first I say, like, I don't know. You just have to do it, right? But then you know, as we, after that year happened and you kind of can reflect on like what just happened to you. Um, I came up with this phrase, like I have big muscles in the sense of like, what am I saying? Like my ability to handle things in terms of being a mom and everything that goes with it has grown since I had one kid, two, three, and then five suddenly. And, um, and so now I can like I can lift more I can handle more and I can carry more, and it's only because of like that progression that I have big muscles. Well, okay. we have
0: big muscles. I work out. Yeah, we work out. Um, and I mean, and it fits with the adage, right? Like, you you don't like people say, "How do you eat an elephant?" That's the adage. Sure. And it's one bite at a time. I don't and know what an adage is. It's like a phrase. That's oh, okay. The old adage, you No, no. New, I'm sorry, new, new word for you really today. Okay. Um, anyways, right? And so, how do you have five or six kids? It's, it's one, sometimes two kids in, at a time. Uh-huh. Um, you don't just suddenly end up with five kids. That that would be very, very hard. Just suddenly end up with five kids, like quintuplets, like that stuff. Or
1: all, yeah. yeah,
0: quads. Yeah. And 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 studies have shown, and even TV shows have shown that that's very hard on a marriage. A marriage, yeah. But. Um, Having one kid, one kid at a time, yeah, it is still hard, but it's not impossible. And I think what I thought was really powerful with that season with the twins in their first year of life is that never once during that time did I question, like, do we love each other? Will this marriage last? And I it think was it was,
1: like, like, one of our best years.
0: Yeah. I, I, well, or it like was like, best two years. Yeah, and I think each year is continuing to get better in different ways, but, like, it was, like, solidifying for us of, like, this is going to be a lasting marriage.
1: Yeah, I mean when you go through that that and family stuff and just hard stuff we got through hard stuff and we became real strong from it
0: yeah.
1: together. So the twins.
0: And so and so we had the twins. We had the twins
1: and I was like I'm done. I I'm not doing this anymore. Nope. I yeah. can't do it.
0: And I, I'm never the one to push for more kids because it's not my body having those kids, so that's definitely not a push I'm making. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certain things with the twins were, were just so difficult,
1: like feeding them, teaching them how to nurse. It was a lot. Teaching them how to sleep. Like, I... It seems like so long ago, but like the... I just did Violet, it's your turn to do Penelope in the middle of the night business. You know, like, she's crying again, you have to go get her.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, like, it
1: was like ping pong baby crying. We didn't really sleep
0: for wow. a year. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I think once we hit that they were, like, two years old.
1: I don't even think, I, I was still, like...
0: It was, like, still, like, kind of a no, but then, I don't know, somehow, uh, like, feelings crept in for you.
1: Yeah, the feelings came back. So... Obviously, the thing about twins is, um, the you're whole, you're whole, it's hard to hold both of them like you do one baby, it's impossible, you know. You can carry one baby around, you can do this and that with them, but twins, you're just juggling back and forth, back and forth. And I think once I finally got out of the baby land of the twins and they were big and er, bigger, they could walk around, feed themselves, sleep perfect. I kinda was like, I don't know, should we do like a finale baby? I kinda wanted to have like my last hurrah. Hurrah with like somebody that loves me and I love them.
0: <laughs> Not that you didn't love any of the other kids. I know I did love
1: them, but it was it's just like just the thought of like if I'm really done, I wanna like I don't wanna say go out on a good note because the twins weren't good. It's just different.
0: Yeah. You know, And so we got pregnant. So we got pregnant again. And we rolled the dice, because once you've had twins once... And
1: especially fraternal twins.
0: it's Your chances are higher.
1: If people don't know, fraternal twins just means that
0: two. I, two eggs come down, so it just happens. Yeah, sometimes two eggs drop. And as you get older in life, that happens more commonly in most people.
1: Yeah, so oh. we did it, we rolled the dice, and then I for sure called, it was like I need an early ultrasound, because... If it's twins, I just want to know so I can be prepared because I just need to know. Yep, yep. So we went, we saw, and there was one baby.
0: And I made them check again. Yeah. And there was still one baby.
1: There was still one baby.
0: And, and, and so we had Dorothy, and we're not going to go through her whole story. We did we that can a little do bit. It, we um, can do
1: it another time. Yeah. The details.
0: But um, we are so we're so thankful to have each and every one of them. Um. Even as we described the hard stuff with Dorothy tonight, it's crazy. We have now an almost ten-year-old down to a one-year-old, um, and yeah, it's it's pretty great. Where we we are not planning to have more kids. Um, right. We're, but we also are leaving it in God's hands, in like a. If he decides that he wants to have more kids someday, he'll tell us. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But um, we're not planning to. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. So we tell you all of that because now we have six kids and there's eight people in our family. And we have a big family. Um, when we go out, people, you can see them looking at us and counting the heads of our kids. And we get all the comments in the stores like, wow, you have your hands full. I feel like that's what they always say.
0: I've gotten some actually nice things Are they all yours?
1: What have they said to you?
0: So apparently dads don't do things with their kids because the comments that I get are, oh, it's so sweet to see a dad out with all of his kids, especially six kids. Wow, you're so amazing. I mean, it is amazing, but come on, dads. Get out of there. That's a call to action for your dad.
1: (laughs) Um, And I think... I mean, I've had people ask me like, well, how do you know if you're ready to have one more kid or, you know, add more kids to your family or how many kids should you have or how did you get to have such a big family? And I mean, obviously, from what you've heard, we didn't set out to have this big family. And I think I say that because um, sometimes we think we have so much control about like the family that God has for you. And I think God's going to give you the family that he wants to give you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, no matter how big or little it is.
0: And I think the other thing is, I don't think we should be necessarily asking God always, like, what the number is. Like, give us a number, God, of how many kids we should have. And I I just don't, I think God was pretty clear in, in the Old Testament. In the beginning, he said to Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Um, he didn't say have no kids he didn't say have a hundred kids he just said multiply um and multiplying by one is still multiplying right and so there's no there's no right number to the number of kids you have um it's just I think just having kids alone is is just a wonderful thing and I know not it's not for everybody having kids and I know that not everybody can have kids sometimes it's really hard there's lots of opportunities though even like adopt kids and all that fun stuff but i think um having kids changed our lives in a really positive way and if that's an opportunity you want to have i think it can have really really great fruit in your life yeah so so we did pose some questions regarding this regarding um, having a big family on the gram
1: Well, it just, it it, it gives me something to think about instead of like, what do people want to know about big families? And so one of them was, what's our favorite thing about having a big family?
0: So why don't you go first? What's your favorite Uh, thing about having a big family, Emily? I don't know if I have one favorite thing. Just what do you like about having a big family then? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I just, I like that it, like, our life feels very full. Um, and I like to use the word full because I don't like the word busy. Um, but it it's not even, let me say that. I don't like what I just said. I like that it's full. Um, in the sense of, like, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people, personalities, um, interests, energy all of those things, it just makes life interesting and fun. Um, and it's just enjoyable to watch that like they came from us, like those are our kids and just seeing their like personalities and like, oh my goodness, that's totally Nathan or me or both of us. You know, I think that's, I, it's just fun. What do you, what about you?
0: Um, I think there's a proverb that says, um, kids are like, for a father, they're arrows in your quiver. And so I just like having lots of arrows in my quiver. Uh, they are each so unique. Uh, I love the fact that we didn't have identical twins, uh, because no one can say, well, they're the same because they're not.
1: Um, I even, mean, even, even if identical they were.
0: twins, they aren't either, but it's just so clear their differences and... I love how uniquely made they are. Um, I can just see God's fingerprint on each one of them, and I can see Emily in each one of them, and I can see Nathan in each one of them. I can even see Dennis and Sandy and Mark and Andrea in each one of them, and I just love, I love that. I love where they came from, and I love, like. Referring to them as an arrow is, like, the perfect thing because with an arrow you shoot it and it goes and it does something. And, like, that's that's what our, our six kids are going to do is they're going to go and do things in the world, um, build God's kingdom wherever they go. And so I love that we have six people that are going to expand the kingdom like we have already, and I think that's super awesome. That was good. Bible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so I guess on the flip side, what's hard about having a big family?
0: Mm, I can go first. What's hard about having a big family is it's kind of a twofold answer. One, it's you have to be very intentional with finding opportunities to take care of yourself that doesn't take away from everybody else. Um, and so what I mean by that is uh, if you're operating on fumes, like with a car, uh, it doesn't really operate very well. And eventually it runs out and, and just falls over. Uh, it's the same way with us. And so it's very important to find in creative ways those opportunities to, to take care of yourself in a healthy way. Um, not such where, like, you're being selfish. There, with a big family, there is no opportunity to be selfish as a parent. There's um, not,
1: because there's no time. Because there's no time. But yeah. but not in
0: a way, like, there's no time. It's like, if you do that, like... You're, you're taking you're, from you're something taking else. From, you're taking from your spouse in, in many well, ways. Well, true. And so um, we, we don't really operate under selfishness. We have selfish moments, just like any other human being, but, like, there's not very much time for that. And so what's been hard is figuring out how to communicate to each other the needs that we to take care of it. Ourselves at moments when we need to so we don't get burnt out while still um like making sure to like keep the ship running, you know, and so I think that's been like a hard balance to communicate, and we haven't been very good at it in the past, and we've let ourselves get burnt out or hit walls or all of those things, and I think that's the hard part mm-hmm. about that, but I think that's just part of the muscles is that um when Cora says. It's just so loud. I can't handle it. Um, for me, I barely hear it anymore right. half the time. And, and and we, like, our muscles are better at that because of that. And so um, in the same vein that that's the hard thing, it's also the thing that having lots of people around us isn't hard.
1: Yeah. yeah. It feels odd. Like, it feels odd when there's less. Tonight, all five of the kids went to do something fun with Grandma, and we just had Dorothy. It was very quiet, and she was fine playing, but it was just like... It's a little weird. <laughs> Where is everybody? Yeah. Um, okay, the hardest thing for me... I don't know. Well, I think regardless... I don't know if this is for a big family.
0: There's no wrong answer. Okay, okay,
1: okay. I think for parents, and more specifically for moms, it's easy to make your kids your identity. Hi, I'm a mom. I have six kids. Hi, I'm my name's Emily, and I have six kids. And it's just like a part of your name and who you are. And I think I, like, wore that name tag proudly and, you know, I took on that identity probably, like, through, like, uh, f- very strongly until recently. You know, like, through all six kids being born, like, I am a mom, I am a mom, I am a mom. And I kind of got, like, lost in, like, who is Emily besides being a mom? And, like, what does Emily like to do? What brings Emily alive? Any, like, all of that stuff. And I think kind of, and I guess this piggybacks off, like, what you said. It's hard. You have to, like, find time for yourself. And I think, for me, many of those years, there just wasn't, like, literally time for myself because it was just all hands on deck, you have to feed them everything, keep them alive. They need you, they need you. And really, like, this fall or this, like, summer was kind of a time when I was like, I think I want to do something that I want to do. And I've done, like, quite a few things, but we don't need to go into that. Um,
0: so, yeah. So some of the things <laughs> that you've done are coaching <laughs> you know- soccer, starting a business, wanting to play soccer yourself, like those things, I I think it's really cool seeing that in you um, because in many ways, like the outlet that I would have at times is going to work. And even when my work became remote, I still had that thing, but you didn't necessarily have like your thing. And so I'm really proud of you because you are doing a lot better in that self-care front um, in like a healthy way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, practically a big family, you know, everything, you need a big vehicle. You need to spend more money on everything. Um, food, food, clothes, going to the dentist times five, lots of food. I mean, there's so many factors of having a big family and it's not like those factors would have stopped me from having a big family, but it's just, that's
0: reality. Yeah. And, and we joke about having to spend a lot of money on things. Um, But honestly, we we don't have a lot of money to begin with, and yet God is amazing in that um, he always makes it work. I don't feel like we're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, I don't know what the definition of that is, but we're not. (laughs) Um, But there's there's always enough. And, yeah, do we get to have the most extravagant things or go on all the adventures that we want all the time? No. But do we still do fun things? Heck, yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's because we value adventures and we put our funds to back that. Um, but also we do that in a smart way so that we can still survive too. And, um, and God blesses us immensely too. And so, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything.
1: No, I think, um, I guess my favorite comments from people out in the wild are the older people that are like, you, like these kids are such a blessing.
0: Time is short.
1: Time is short. All those things that, like, make me want to cry. But just to, like, see someone who's, like, in their 70s or 80s, like, look at us and be, like, like, what you have right now is beautiful.
0: You can't cry because they <laughs> all not cry.
1: Like, what you have is beautiful. <laughs> and, like, they see that. Right? And people that, you know, are moving so fast and their priorities are in different places don't, like, see the
0: beauty of, like, what we have. Like, I mean, not to be weird, but, like, we make things as humans, but generally we're making things out of something. But, when, like, with babies, like, it's almost like it's out of nothing. I mean, yes, there's really, really tiny building blocks, but, like, like this is something that, like, together with your spouse, you get to create life. and And it's not just, like, life that burns up and goes away into the ethos at the end. Like, this is life eternal, forever. Like, these lives last forever. And like, I can't think of anything more awesome to be a part of creating than something that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. So,
1: I like wearing the, the name tag of Big Family because... Yeah. It's who we are. I mean, it's not who we are. Because then... But it's, it's good. Another um, thing that I think people wonder about is like, how do we spend time with each of our kids, and how are we intentional with that time?
0: So I was thinking about this one. Okay. Um, I think that question goes with the same vein of like, like why do you homeschool, or like why do you do these things? And I, I think what I'm trying to like get at here is that. Um, there are lots of choices in life, and no matter the number of kids you have, it will still be hard to find time to intentionally spend with them. And so just because you have 6, 12, or 1, it's still hard. Um, the number of kids doesn't change that fact. Um, what we've found, though, is that we do certain things intentionally. Um, so examples are dates. With um, kids, with kids, um, we go on my like date, or we do one on ones, or whenever one of us goes out to run an errand,
1: we always, we always bring a, a kid, kid with, or um, two, or
0: three, or four. Right. Um, but what I find actually even more powerful than like creating those intentional times, which is great, and like is is seizing the moments when they come up. So maybe I'm sitting outside processing kindling right? And a kid will come up and sit down next to me and just watch me and we'll talk about something. And I didn't plan that time intentionally, but I'm intentional the moment I see it happen, which is, hey, I have an alone moment with you. Let's talk. Let's see how things are going in your life. Let's just catch up on things. You can share with me anything you want to share with. And depending on the kid, I won't even be talking for the rest of the time. True. And so I think that's what's powerful is that I think sometimes with intentionality, we think we have to be grand or have something huge planned, and intentionality is very much about seizing the moment when you find it.
1: Right, because we all have 24 hours in the day, and just because we have six kids doesn't mean we get extra time in the day, and just because another family has two kids doesn't mean they have less, you know, more or less time. And so it's just using your time wisely, and we're not perfect at it for sure. Our kids have been wanting to do one-on-ones for a few months. For a few months and, and we... Summertime's a little tricky. Well, summertime, it's fall.
0: No, but in the summertime, they're asking to do one-on-ones, and we were just like, hey, we, it's not going to work right now because of all the craziness of just the business of summertime and, and not knowing plans. And we... it just, like, the seasons affect yeah. that as well is what I'm trying to say.
1: So they want it, and, like, there's definitely a time to, like, plan, and, like, yes, we can go do that. But it's not, like... I don't think... It should be a fear, like if you don't have kids or you're thinking about having more kids. It shouldn't be if you're like, "Well, there's not enough of me to give to them."
0: Because, because the reality is, is that they don't also need you all the time. Like a hundred percent of you. It's actually better, and even studies show this, for them to spend time with the other siblings, because adults stifle creativity. It's just something we do naturally, because were adults. And so when they get time to play with each other, they do creative things I never would have even thought of. Now, in moments I'll do creative things with them too and talk about what's happening in Mexico. Um Oh yeah, and your tea party with the twins. But like and those are awesome moments. I love those and those are again seizing intentionality in the moment. Didn't plan those. But I think the thing is is that they need to have time not with me, but with their siblings. And and we love that because it's starting to foster relationships that i hope they'll have for the rest of their lives with their siblings
1: yeah there's a cool if you, i never thought about it this way but like sibling relationships and friendships it will be their wait 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 like a sibling relationship is longer the longest friendship they will have in their life okay so um we really like try to foster that like I mean, our, our kids are really good at playing with each other. We so don't live in a giant neighborhood, and only recently we just got one neighbor, two neighbors to play with. So, like, 99% of the time, they're playing with each other, and they just kind of mix it up. Like, last night, Cora was by herself drawing at the table. In the basement were, um, I think, the twins and Oliver, and Ruby was somewhere else. And then other times, it's like, Ruby and Oliver playing, Cora's with the twins, or someone's with Dorothy. It's like, They're it's always, yeah. mi- we always mix it up. Or it's, I, we don't mix it up, they, they mix, mix it, it up. up. Yeah, And it's, it's... Awesome. It's super cool. And I'm thankful
0: that, like, we have a variety pack of children to play with. <laughs> well, and, and I think, like, one of the cool parts about the way that we had kids is that, like, they almost all have buddies. Um, Dorothy's the only one who doesn't really... Have she one, doesn't but, have a buddy. But the reality is, is, that all the kids really want to be with Dorothy. and They fight over her, so I don't think she has to worry about it's buddies. It's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, like back to the question on, on intentional time with kids. I, I think it really comes down to seizing the moments, and and just use when, the time you have. Well,
1: and and, uh, and include them in it.
0: Exactly. And when we're so busy that our heads aren't, our eyes aren't up to see those moments to seize them, that's where the problem is. And so. Like, yes, we have things to get done, we don't have to be in a hurry. Um and so when we're not in a hurry, we can notice the moments that God's provided us to be intentional. Um and don't feel like you have to do something grand. Um Yeah, that's that's overrated. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not practical. And then you try have to like you have to beat the, the last grand thing you did. And it's just it doesn't work. We've tried it.
0: <laughs> it does not.
1: But I wanted to say one cool thing on an aspect of intentionality that we have planned to do with our six kids, and that is doing something special when they turn certain ages. So when they turn 10, 15, and 18, we're doing something special with just that kid. So... Um, we, um,
0: Emily and I with that, yeah, chat, me yeah. and
1: yeah, us together. So the three of us together. <laughs> um, and so we are coming up on our oldest is almost 10. And so the first, um, thing that we're going to do when they're 10 is we're going to go on a trip with them somewhere in the state of Michigan,
0: anywhere they choose,
1: anywhere they choose. So Cora's is going to be 10 in like a month in November. And, um, Anytime time in her 10th year. Right. It doesn't have to be when she turns 10. So this summer we were talking about, like, okay, where should, Where do you want to go with Dad and I? And so we, like, we're looking on the computer, like, destination's in Michigan. And um, she picked Mackinac Island. So we're probably not going to go until, like, the spring or summer just because it's, you know, Mackinac's closing soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then when they turn 15, we're going to go on a trip with them somewhere in the United States. And then when they're 18, we're going somewhere in the world. And we just have kind of committed, like, we
0: don't don't know how, yeah,
1: like, we don't know how this is going to maybe work financially, doing all these kids. And I didn't guess I didn't even think about, like, the twins because their birthdays are on the same day. Like, do we do a thing with both of them and us? Or I don't know. But it's just, like, intentionally focusing on them and these, like,
0: Big events. Big
1: events for like at these certain ages and um, I'm excited to to do it and um, do Cora in the spring and just I know like the dynamic is going to be totally different and probably super cool because we're going to be with like a big kid it's just going to be like different. so much easier and just fun fun fun. It's not, fun, fun. Easy. It's it's not easy it's just totally different. It's going to be special. <laughs> um, so that's something that
0: we have planned to we have do. planned
1: and chosen to do and we're excited to
0: yeah. start it and the reality is is we we've got for sure the 18 years that they're with us in this house and and so we want to like make the best of those moments and and it doesn't I don't care what it costs because um, I can pay the debt for years, if I have to, you know, <laughs> I'd rather. Uh, I'll, do that. I'll put a
1: GoFundMe link in the in
0: the show notes. Okay, guys. I <laughs> I think it's Patreon is what people use for pa- podcasts. Patreon? Oh yeah, Patreon. We can. Yeah, Whatever. we can something. just set a subscription. Start we got it. We'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think that covers the things that we were going to cover this week, and also I think our kids are coming back home soon. Yes. So, so
1: we hope this just gave you like a glimpse into our brains and just our. Posture and like mindset about our big family, and I just want to like make a disclaimer that like we're not saying any other family size is wrong or bad. This is just our reality and what we're living and what we're choosing to find joy in and having joy in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't compare yourself to us. We're not that great at all. But also like yeah, yeah. Y- you're great too, just the way God made you and just the situation that God gave you. And I think you said it great by saying finding joy in like we have found joy in the reality God's put us in and we think there's really great things about it, but they're great for us. Um, This is not prescriptive to anybody else.
1: So find that for you.
0: Yeah, find find what makes your family great and be excited about it because we are all kingdom builders and like find the way that God wants you to build the kingdom with your family.
1: So, thank you for listening, guys. I can't believe this is our third episode. It feels weird still, but it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, And we just appreciate you, and we love hearing that you listened or, you know, just anything. It makes us feel like there's real people out there yeah. instead of just our microphone. So, we appreciate you, and we hope you have a good week. See ya. Bye.